You are listening to a message that was given at Living Word Chapel, Oracle, Arizona. It is our hope and prayer that God will use this message to speak to you and enrich your life. For more information, visit lwcoracle.org. So, uh, 10 years ago, you know, I, I, when the baton was passed for me to become lead pastor, I never dreamt that we would baptize 400 plus people. And God's not done. God's not done. You know, uh, we, have, we have been privileged and blessed to, to do baptisms everywhere, all over the place. We've done baptisms here on the campus. Uh, we've done baptisms in Reddington. Uh, at Judy Dyke's home, you saw the, some of the video there in the, in the uh, I think that's a horse or cow trowel, that, that, you know, nice pool. Uh, we did baptisms in, uh, in the White Mountains in two different locations. One time in Greer, in uh, the little Colorado River, and it was about 30 below in the river. <laughs> and these guys said, we want to be baptized. We don't care. We want to be baptized for Jesus. And then we had baptisms one, day, one, one uh, uh, retreat uh, we went to Bison Ranch, and some of you men remember that we, there were guys that said, we, want, we gave our life to Jesus, we want to be baptized. Well, we couldn't find water, so we found a fountain outside of the Bison Ranch uh, resort that was about three feet of water, and we asked the owner, can we baptize people there? Yes. So we baptized individuals there. So, so those individuals, they took a next step to take, take the plunge, you know, to, to, to go and, 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 and uh, be in obedience to what Jesus calls us to do in water baptism. And I really believe, I really believe that uh, there are going to be some people uh, in this service that are going to say, you know what, I need to get water baptized. And we're going to be doing water baptisms next Sunday after every service and I'm believing that God's just going to bless some people with that wonderful next step. And uh, you're, you're never the same when you, when you take that, that step in, in obedience to Jesus. And, and so today I want to talk about how important it is uh, with, with the, the title of a message that I said, Jesus is our example. Jesus is our example. And uh, in your bulletin, if you'll do me a favor, pull out your memory verse. In your bulletin, there's a memory verse. It's Matthew 3, 15. And uh, pull it out, and we do me a favor, and wave it in the air like if you really do care. Okay? You know, when you, were, you, know, when you guys were in the club and you said, wave your hand in the air like if you just don't care? Well, here we do care, right? So, and, and I'm going to read it. It says, it should be done... For we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. That's Jesus. And that's John the Baptist. I'm going to read it one more time and I would like for you to join me. It should be done. For we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. We're going to do it one more time. And I want you to read it like if you really care. Okay? It should be done. For we must carry out... All that God requires, so John agreed to baptize him. So we're going to look at, uh, at, at chapter 3 of, of Matthew. That's, that's a part of the text 
That verse is a part of the text. I want to see the context. I want to see what surrounds that verse so we can fully understand what, what um, Jesus was saying to John the Baptist at that time. Now, John the Baptist was the son of, uh, the son of Zebedee and Elizabeth. Or, uh, he was, I'm sorry, not Zebedee, but Zacharias. It's someone in the Bible. He's in there. He's the son of Zacharias, and Zacharias was a, was a, was a priest and uh, a very, very important man. And uh, he couldn't have, him and Elizabeth, his wife, couldn't have children. They ended up having a child. His name was John. And the angel had spoken to Elizabeth, or to, I'm sorry, Zachariah, and said, you're going to have a child, and name him John, blah, blah, blah. So, so the, the, the rest of the story is in there. You can read it. It's in the Bible, okay? And so as, as, as John the Baptist becomes this, this young man, he becomes mighty in the, in, the, in the power of God. In fact, he was uh, the one that pointed the way to the Messiah. And, and so everyone was coming to John to be baptized. In fact, if you look at, if you read the, the whole chapter, um, you'll find that, uh, that, that many were coming to, to, to John to be baptized at the Jordan River. It says Jerusalem, all in Jerusalem were coming. And in that region of Judea, they were all coming to John. And, and then people from, from the Jordan region were coming as well. And the Pharisees and the priests were coming to, to John as well. And, and to the Pharisees, he would, he would be real sharp and he would say, you brood of vipers, you guys need to show your actions that are proved that you're acting in repentance. And so he was real strong with those that were religious, but he was very graceful with the ones that were sinners. John the Baptist. And God had promised him that he was going to give him a sign of the Messiah, whom he was talking about. He said, I baptize you with water, but there's one who's coming after me. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And that's what Jesus does. He baptizes us with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So now we're understanding some of the context before we get to this place where Jesus, we're going to read right now, where he comes to John to be baptized. And we're going to see exactly what John says to him and how Jesus reacts. Why? Because it's very important for us to know how Jesus reacted to baptism. It helps us to understand how we take the next step. Right? So let's go to Matthew chapter 3, verse 13 through 17. Let me pray a blessing over the word. Father, thank you for every person here. What an honor it is to pray. What an honor it is to talk to you, Lord God, and, and to ask your blessing upon uh, everything that happens in our service, Lord. Uh, I just pray that you, uh, that you will just speak to us through your perfect word. Uh, I pray you penetrate hearts and minds, Lord God, and lead us in, in the right way uh, as your messenger. I pray that I will speak in a way that's clear and very understandable, Lord God, and that it will honor you. Everything that I say will honor the name of Christ, and that after the service, Lord, all of us will say together, it's been good to hear from God. It's been good to hear from his word. And uh, Lord, I'm just a messenger uh, speaking the greatest message known to man. So Holy Spirit, just feel this message with your love and your power. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone said, Amen. So verse 13 says, Then Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. What does that mean? That means Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. Come on. 
But John tried to talk him out of it. I am the one who needs to be baptized by you, he said. So why are you coming to me? And Jesus said, it should be done, for we must carry out all that God requires. So John agreed to baptize him. The literal translation says, we must do all things uh, to fulfill all righteousness. We must do these things to fulfill all righteousness. So John agreed to baptize him. Let's just think. John agreed to baptize him. So what happened? John, uh, Jesus came. John, Jordan River. Put them down in the water. Now, after his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. He being John saw the Spirit of God descending and settling on him whom is Jesus. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Whose voice was that? The Father. That was the Father. And so from, these, from this passage, I want to look at three, I'm going to call them take the plunge points that are going to help us to understand why we should take the plunge, why we should encourage others to get baptized, why it's important to us. Point number one, it's very important for us to take the plunge because Jesus is our example. Tell your neighbor, Jesus is your example. He's your example. When we think that water baptism is not important, we have to realize that it was very important to Jesus. When we think that water baptism is not important, we need to understand that it was very important to Jesus. Jesus went out of his way to be baptized. Notice, it wasn't John the Baptist going and knocking on Jesus' door saying, you need to be baptized. It wasn't, you know, the apostles going to Jesus saying, you need to be baptized. Jesus took the initiative and he sought out John. And he went to John the Baptist. And he said, I want to be baptized. Now, there are two very important things that I, that I saw as I was reading through the whole context. And I always want for you, Living Word Chapel Second Service, to always read the context. Don't just pick and choose scripture. Read the context. What's going on? What's going on before? What's going on here? What's going on after? That song kind of helps us, Jesus before, Jesus behind, everywhere. We need to understand what's going on. Two very important things happened. Before Jesus ever started his public ministry, he went to get baptized. Before Jesus ever spoke to someone about him being the Messiah, before he healed anybody, before he fed anybody, before he did any miracle, before he did any teaching, he went to get baptized. Dale Dawson prayed for over a thousand people. Ain't that crazy? You guys have probably seen Dale Dawson around, you know, Dale. He's kind of frail now, you know, he's, he's, he's older. Twelve years ago, he was in his frail, but, you know, Dale went to Oro Valley Hospital. He's been trying to minister uh, for years, not trying, but 
exercising his ministry. For years, now Dale gave his heart to Jesus. Dale got baptized. Dale took steps. To, but when, 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 uh, when Dale went to, to, to go and pray for a thousand people, every one of those people were impacted for the glory of God because of Jesus. Now think about it. This is crazy. Before Jesus ever ministered, he went and got baptized. So 24 years ago, I got baptized by immersion. 50 years and a half ago, my parents took me and they had me sprinkled. And they dedicated me to the Lord in, 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 as a baby. That wasn't me that did it. My parents did. Some of you guys, maybe have, your parents took you and they got, they got you sprinkled, you know. And they were praying, oh, Lord, please let this child not be a hellion. <laughs> or whatever. But do you notice what, about Jesus that he was 30 years old? He knew what he was doing. And before he went out to do ministry, what did he do? He went to John the Baptist to get baptized. I want you to think about that for your own life. About water baptism. Now, that's not the only thing. Before he did ministry, that's one. But right after this, if you read the context, if you keep on reading, right after that, in Matthew chapter 4, the Holy Spirit led him to the wilderness to be tempted by the devil for 40 days. And 40 nights. Before Jesus was ever tempted by the devil, before the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted, to, be, to, to go and wrestle with the things that we wrestle with, he was baptized. What does that say to us? Baptism is important to us because when we get baptized, not only we can, can God birth ministry out of us, and every one of us has ministry. You have ministry to your family. You have ministry to your children. You have ministry to your workers, people that you work with. We have ministry everywhere we go. Every one of us is in public ministry. Every one of us that's a Christian, you're in some kind of ministry. But before he did that, he got baptized. And every one of us has to face the devil every day. Everyone has to face temptations every day. Every one of us has to face challenges every day. Every one of us, the enemy has a bullseye. And if you're a Christian here today, he wants to destroy your life. He wants to destroy your witness. And what it teaches me is that Jesus, before he went and faced the enemy, he got baptized. How important is it for us if it was that important to the Messiah? How important is it for us to be baptized if it was that important to Jesus? Jesus went from Galilee to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. He sought out John. He looked for John. He said, I need to get baptized. We need to fulfill all righteousness. We need to do it right. We need to do what God requires. If it was that important for Jesus, how important is it for us? You know what the crazy thing is? is when I gave my life to Christ 24 years ago, as I began to read the Word of God, 
And I began to see things in the scriptures. Baptisms just went, <laughs> just got big. And I started seeing everyone that ever became a believer got baptized. And I said, I got to get baptized. I need to get baptized. It's that important. And the more that I understand it, the more that I understand the grandness. Jesus is my example. You see, I'm not your example. Jesus is. And if the the, the God of creation, the the, the creator of everything that we see, the sustainer of life, the one that gives you breath, if it was important to him, how much more should it be important to us to be baptized? It's everything. It's everything. Jesus Jesus told... uh, He told John, it has to be done. We have to carry out all that God requires. We have to do it. And it was vital. Baptism was vital. Because Jesus, if you you understand, why did Jesus get baptized? Because Jesus, the perfect, the perfect creator. In the beginning was a word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That's talking about Jesus. And everything that was made was made through him. Jesus is a word. Everything was made through him. Nothing that was made, that has been made, has has been made without him. But yet when he came and was born of a virgin, impregnated by the spirit of God, the the, the God-man, when he was born, he had to come and become fully man and yet fully God. And in this fully man, he took off his righteousness and he took on our unrighteousness. He did things he didn't have to do. Baptism is a a signature. What What did John the Baptist say? You get baptized because of your sin. Jesus didn't have any sin. But he said, I need to identify with men. I need to identify with women. I need to become like them. And he took off his righteousness for our unrighteousness. He took off his glory for our shame. He took off his glory for our pain. He took off all these things that we deal with and we wrestle with on a daily basis. And God himself took it all off and took on our our destructive behavior and our fallenness. So that later on, he could give us his holiness. That's the Savior that we serve. That's the Lord that we serve. We shouldn't talk about baptism. We should run for baptism. We should have people running to get baptized. We should have people running to say, I need Jesus. Because of his example, every unworthy person from the four corners of the world are able to identify with his worthiness. Every unrighteous person from the four corners of the world will be able to identify with his righteousness. Because of his example, Every shameful and shame-felt person in the world can identify with his glory. He's your example. 
and he's my example. If my God can go into that water and say, I need to do this to fulfill all righteousness, I, as his creation, am willing to go into that water so that I can take his righteousness. In his baptism, God humbled himself. And what you're going to find out next week, baptism is actually a picture of death, resurrection, and a new life in Christ. When we come next week, and we're going to have many, I believe it. Right now, you can be filling out your paperwork saying, I want to get baptized. How come I don't sit? There's something right there. We'll be baptizing. Give me some light over here. We'll be baptizing here. When you go into the water, you die with Christ. When you come out of the water, you're raised with him into his powerful resurrection. When you come out of the water and you walk down these steps, you're saying, I have a new life in Christ. But here's the thing. Point number two is very important. Point number two is... You don't let anyone talk you out of it. You don't let anyone talk you out of it. Jesus went to the Jordan River to be baptized, and John tried to talk him out of it. John said, I'm not even worthy to untie your sandals. You know, it's like me saying to Jeff, Jeff, I can't even take off those, those nice little comfortable shoes right now. I can't. John the Baptist was saying, I can't do this. You're, I'm not worthy. He tried to talk him out of it. But Jesus said, we must do this. And I'm telling you, beloved, there's someone in here that someone may try to talk you out of it. And another thing, you may try to talk yourself out of it. I would say you need to take this important Next step. I think it's so relevant to our lives. I love that that's in the Bible. I love that in the Bible it says that John tried to talk him out of it. Can I tell you why? There are so many times that religion will try to talk you out of it. I came out of a, uh, as a child, I, I, I was born into a church, into a denomination where they, where they christen you, where they water sprinkle you as a, as a baby. That wasn't me. That wasn't, as I read the Bible, it's not biblical. That's not because someone's t- telling me. It's because what, that's what the Bible says, and that's exactly how we should be. We should be big, biblically what? Sound, minded, directed, led. And so someone might say, no, you don't need to be baptized. You were, you were baptized as a baby. But that baby had no idea what they were doing to him or her. And I'm not coming down on any denomination. I'm not saying this is wrong. I'm not saying, you know, they're wrong. I'm just saying, what do the scriptures say? What did John the Baptist say? You know, no, 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 Jesus, you can't do it. You, you, I'm not worthy. You can't do it. Jesus said it has to be done. We have to do what God requires. And that's exactly what some of you, you need to do what God requires, not for your salvation because baptism doesn't save you. Faith in Jesus saves you. But baptism 
is an outward expression of what you've done in your heart, and it's an open declaration that Jesus is your Lord. There is no greater, there is no greater demonstration to people in public than your, than your baptism when you go in front of everybody and you go into that water and you're declaring, I am a child of God through Jesus Christ. Some of you, and there's someone on the podcast, you're listening and you're thinking to yourself as, as you're processing this message, you're thinking, what are, what are people going to say about me? What's my family going to say? What, is, what are my friends going to say? And I would, I would answer you this way, who cares what they say? What's most important is what does God say? And can I tell you about your baptism? It's not what anyone is saying. It's what you're going to declare when you get baptized. Jesus in Matthew 10, he said this, If anyone will publicly deny me, I will openly deny him or her before my father. But if anyone will not be ashamed of me, if anyone will stand up for me, I will publicly before the angels, before all of glory in heaven, I will say, that's my child, that's my daughter, that's my son. Water baptism is the greatest way for us to openly display that we are followers of Christ. And I know what some of you might be thinking because at first service as I was processing this and I had people, I could see that their gears were turning and some of them were like, well, what does this mean? Does baptism save you? No, baptism doesn't save you. Your faith in Jesus saves you. Baptism doesn't save us. Faith in Jesus saves us. But baptism is a public declaration of your faith in Jesus. Third point, really fast. Really fast. So I won't go too long, too much over. Point number three. Heaven will rejoice. Heaven will rejoice. You know, something really special happens in heaven when you get baptized. Something really special in heaven happened when Jesus got baptized. I want you to notice the Godhead. Write that word down, the Godhead. I want you to notice the triune God. As Christians, we believe that God is revealed to us in three persons. Have you ever thought about that? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus, it talks about his baptism. After his baptism, as Jesus came up out of the water, the heavens were opened up, and he saw, say with me, the, the Spirit of God. That's the Holy Spirit descending like a dove and settling on him. Why is that important? Because the Holy Spirit, when he came in the form of, of a dove, it talks about the gentleness of God and the God of grace that was going to be extended to humanity. Not the harshness that people think about God as a tyrant 
The Bible says that um, it descended like a dove and it settled on him, him being Jesus. So the son of God, God the son was there as well. And a voice from heaven said, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Now I want you to think about the verb, the words right there. Because sometimes we read the Bible, right? Have you read the Bible and you're like, you read and you say, and so God said, this is my son who brings me great joy. That's not the way God said it. That's the way you're saying it. Or this is the way that God, uh, 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 my son brings me great joy. That's not the way the father said it. It was more like, this is my beloved, awesome son who brings me great joy. The heavens are opened up and the father speaks. And I want you to think about this as we begin to close. When you were baptized, and for some of you, when you will get baptized next week, guess what's going to happen? The heavens are opened up. And the Father is well pleased. And guess what happens now? The Son is at the right hand of the, of the Father. And he goes, they're placing their faith in me. And the Holy Spirit will come and he'll rest on you and he'll rest in you. And there'll be such a life-changing impact that will happen in you that you'll never be the same again. Not only is heaven going to celebrate you, but we're going to celebrate you. and We're going to thank the Lord for, for how awesome he is. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Don't put it off for tomorrow. Some of you guys have already given your life to Jesus in our connection cards. We have weekly someone saying, I'm giving my life to Jesus today. I'm choosing to become a follower. Today is the day of your salvation. There's no greater thing that you could ever do. There's no greater decision that you could ever make. But it doesn't stop there. Your next step is to say, I choose to get baptized. And in your bulletin, there's a card, and it says, I want to take the plunge. And you can fill that out, and you can put it in the, on the offering baskets. And then also in your connection card, there's a place that you can say, I, I want to I be baptized. First, second, and Copper Corridor. I, we're going to baptize people in Copper Corridor next week. We already have people saying we want to be baptized. And can, when we get to 500, guess what we're going to say? Woohoo! Look what Jesus has done. And when we get to 700, guess what we're going to say, Jess? Woohoo! Look what Jesus has done. Can you believe it? And when we get to 1,000, oh my gosh. Because of how good God is, everyone went to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. And there's one that's greater than John that wants to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Oh my gosh. To fill you guys, he wants to take out take you out of a boring religious life and put you in a vibrant relationship life with Jesus Christ. If you're not excited about God, you haven't met Him yet. If you're not excited, if you if you are bored about Jesus, let me introduce you to Him. He's not boring. He is the most exciting person I've ever met in my whole life, and I've met some exciting people. And every day when I talk to Him, great things happen. Great things happen. 
I'm going to end with this, and then we're going to pray. Jesus said, go and make disciples. Go and make disciples and baptize them. En el nombre del Padre, y el Hijo, y el Espíritu Santo. You get it? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're doing next week. And some of you, the Lord's stirring your heart. I can already see it in you. I can see the Lord just stirring hearts. And you're taking that next step. And next week when we baptize you, we're going to have worship music on. We're going to have the, the worship team playing. And we're going to baptize you. And I'm telling you, I'm already getting excited. I already got the Holy Spirit chills already in me. Because God's going to open up the gates and the windows of heaven. And everyone that is here is going to celebrate with you and with God. Let's pray. Oh, Father, we thank you for saving, for saving me through your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for restoration and complete forgiveness. I will not be ashamed to call Jesus my Savior and Redeemer. And today I'm making a choice to take a next step in water baptism. If that's you, God is very pleased as you pray this prayer. I understand water baptism doesn't save me, but it expresses outwardly to everyone that I am trusting in Jesus alone for my salvation. Thank you, Lord, for making me a new person. In Jesus' name I pray. And everyone that's excited for Jesus say, amen. amen. This has been a message from Living Word Chapel. We hope that you've been blessed by it. Make sure you check out lwcoracle.org for more information.